It is time now for our 360 Spotlight. And look, it's Ted Weisberg, founder, president, Seaport Securities. Ted and I have known each other a lifetime here <laughs> on the floor of the New York Stock Exchange. We won't quantify um, no. how, how long a lifetime actually is, but it's wonderful to see you, Ted. Right. You're looking hey. great in person. You get younger, I get older. Oh, no, no, yeah, no. Yeah. But you know what I think we need to discuss is the markets, and I can't wait to talk about Facebook, which was well, your pick for 10 years straight. Right. But first, let's just talk about the levels here. On the S&P, we're below 4,000, right? Um, mm -hmm. You know, when do you start saying, I'm going to start buying a little bit? Uh, it's a great question. Unfortunately, nobody, in spite of what a lot of folks say, has that answer. But you know, Nicole, the markets and the stocks will tell us when we're ready. And clearly we're not there yet. And we'll know we're ready when the, the markets and the stocks simply stop selling off on negative news, whether it's corporate news or economic news. Which simply means that a lot of this bad news is finally priced in. Right. Clearly we're just not there yet. We'll know when we get there. I don't know where that is, but we're not there. But we'll get there. But we'll just have to wait. But what about capitulation, you know, where you have this big fear in the market and this big sell-off, and then is it, it's not that moment that you're saying to buy. It's after that where yeah. the volatility takes a little break and you're sort of in this range and you have consolidation. Is that where you're saying no, to buy? No, what, I mean, you'll, people who are students of the market, right. forget all the other noise that's out there. People who are students of the market will watch the market closely and they'll watch the way the markets and individual stocks react to news. Okay. And there is just a point where it's like kicking a dead horse. There, there will be a point where the bad news, whatever it is, will be priced in. Now, it's not a magical moment. It's a process. Right. But it'll happen. Is it going to be after the Fed makes all these moves? Or, you know, I mean, how, how phased are you at the fact that the Fed now is doing this whole move where we're going to see 50 point, basis points in uh, June, 50 basis points in July. We're going to have a runoff of the balance sheet. First of all, none of this should come as a big surprise to anybody because this has been telegraphed for months. Right. But the reality is, unfortunately, I'm not sure who's in control. I mean, there's no leadership in Washington. The Fed seems to be floundering, you know, behind the curve, ahead of the curve. The bottom line is, they seem to be reacting, not anticipating. Right. And, you know, everybody has a, an idea of what they should and shouldn't be doing. Mm -hmm. The fact is they'll do whatever it is they're going to do. Right. But it creates a lot of unknown. The unknowns, what's the Fed really going to do? The unknowns, the lack of leadership, if nothing else, in Washington. What's going to happen with Russia? What's going to happen in China? All right. You know. So did you move anything to cash? Did you make any moves, take some profits off the table? I mean, did you we, do anything like that? Well, it's easy to say in hindsight, but every, yeah, right. every rally has actually been a selling opportunity. I mean, I rallies. Think, and that's what people are doing. Where rallies in a bear market are not buying opportunities. They're selling opportunities. I see. And it's not a zero-sum game. We're not going to zero. You know, the, the, mm -hmm. you know, we're just going to get to a level where the value will be where the value will be there, and the stocks will reflect that. So we have actually started to nibble on a few names, which, which, which I told you about Facebook, uh, right. Ice, which is Intercontinental Exchange, and happens yes. to own this exchange. Uh, uh, Disney. We just think some of these names 
had been overdone. We're not suggesting that these are the bottoms. I don't know right. the way the bottoms are. But at but, least you got to get in a little well, bit Well, I think, time. you know what, you just leg into the positions. You know, you kind of nibble. And uh, yeah. you just hope you don't run out of money before the market starts going before back up the again. Money, <laughs> before the market tells you you've run out of yeah, money. Right. Um, and that's the whole thing. And, you know, you have to be willing to take some risk to make some money. But at the same time, it feels so scary to do so because, I mean, you've been doing this a lifetime. Does this point in time feel different than all the other times, you know, when 89 and the Y2K and the great financial crisis and all of these moments that were so heart-wrenching? Well, 73, 74, look, I've been doing this almost 60 years. So 73, 74, the markets yeah. were down from the trading highs to the trading lows on the Dow, 50%. 08 and 09 were very similar. Right. Uh, the crash of 87 was kind of a one-day wonder. 87. It was, yeah, it was right, over yeah. in one day. It was down 22%, right. but it was over in one day. The problem now, it feels a little different. because the problem now is all these unknowns. There's so many unknowns out there, and the markets can deal with anything. They can deal, they can deal with bad news. They can deal with good news but the unknowns really are problematical. So okay. until we start to get some clarity yeah. from some of these unknowns, we're gonna be walking in the soft sand for a while, I think. Oh, <laughs> I don't know, the soft <laughs> sand's tough to walk in. Yeah. I know what you mean. Um, that being said, so, I mean, would you still say, Tina, there is no alternative? Would you still put some money to work in the market for the longer term for folks? I mean, for your clients that are calling in, you always loved it's now meta platforms, yeah. Teddy. You can't call it Facebook yeah. anymore. No. We're all trying, do, to, cha we're yeah, all trying to change. Yeah. Um, but this was a name that you picked from the day it came out of the gate, um, you know, 10 years ago till That's today. Right. Look at that. And so I'm just looking at the chart here where I see it, you know, at 20 bucks, uh, right? Yeah. And here it is. So um, do you still like it? I mean, the yeah, parameters I don't think, have changed. I, I don't think we're going back to 20. Listen, it's not the same, not quite the same company today right. it was. now. And we own the stock, you know, I have to basically disclose that, but. And it did well for you and for it's 10 done, years. And it's done very well. And you know what, even at, even at $200 a share, yeah. you know, we got a, a pretty pretty fat profit in it. Would you but, pick it up here? Yeah, or we've actually been buying it here for folks that don't own it. Because yeah. the stock is trading at 15 or uh, 14, 15 times earnings, which yeah. is less than an S&P market multiple. It's almost a value play. Okay. No, no debt. You know, maybe they're not growing as fast. Maybe they're not making as much money. Right. I, quite frankly, don't know what the metaverse is. I don't know what it means, but it's not about the metaverse. It's just about a company that, if if it, <laughs> if, if it was, if yeah. it was a country, right, it would be the world's third largest country, behind China, India, and Meta or Facebook in terms okay. of the number of eyeballs that they have exposure to. So, so that says enough for I you. I think it's okay. Okay, understood, understood. We'll have your avatar come on next time <laughs> for, to as we talk more about the metaverse. Um, Disney and ICE both down about 30% this year. Um, quickly on those. All right, ICE is another stock we have a big position in as a result of being here for so many years. But ICE is being particularly punished because mm -hmm. they're in the process of a proposed takeover of a company called Black Knight, BKI, yes. because they've been diversifying into other areas in, uh, electronically. Uh, and so all of a sudden it's becoming known as a mortgage company, not as an exchange operator. Well, we happen, we happen to know Black Knight, we own Black Knight. Black Knight is a terrific company okay. and a real money maker. 
So I think when the dust settles, this is going to prove to be a great acquisition yeah. for ICE, and I think the stock is cheap here. I like it. Union Pacific was your other name. Yeah. We thank you for being here. You're going to have to come back right. again Anytime. soon. Ted Anytime. Weisberg, always good to see you. And uh, it's, it's my pleasure to have Ted on the show, of course. Um, he's had, obviously, a lifetime of experience here trading. So I, I value his insight. Ted Weisberg, Seaport Securities.